0: Hello and welcome to the Flight of the Champions podcast. This is the show where listeners come to learn all about the art of one racing. My name is Jeff Armand and I am your host. Thank you for tuning in to episode 5 of Flight of the Champions. My name is Jeff Armand and today we're going to discuss the management of pigeons in quarantine. We receive pigeons from... Very many uh, sources, in fact, uh, around about 40 countries worldwide. And one can imagine all the various pathogens that are brought in. So we need to manage that to the best of our ability. Hopefully, most birds have been vaccinated prior to shipping, but we can't assume that that's the case. So we have a comprehensive program from the time they arrive until the time they're released to come to the race loft. The first thing that happens is when the birds arrive, they get brought into the loft. Mostly arrive late in the afternoon, so there isn't much we can do that evening, but birds normally are are pretty stressed, dehydrated, and require immediate care. So what we do, the first thing we do is when they arrive, is we take them to the quarantine and we check that the birds are drinking. So their their beaks are dipped into the water troughs and uh, we let them settle down in the loft. The sides of the loft are blinded off so that they're fairly dark. And uh, for the first two days, the birds are left to settle down. We don't handle them at all and they're on electrolytes initially. At that point in time, we also spray them with a Newcastle vaccine directly over the birds' heads, and that's the quickest way of getting any vaccination into their system. And it also protects the birds, uh, their most important course or route of infection is through the respiratory system. So if we spray them in the face, in their eyes in their nostrils the birds will get an immediate cover from any newcastle or paramyxovirus. on the third day we will then go through the pigeons um, and start to look at them individually the younger pigeons are put to one side and given special care or sick birds that are are not looking too well they'll be isolated and put into a separate section and then we start a treatment of a salmonella now that's one of the biggest challenges that people will face most pigeons have some form of salmonella so they need to go onto a course and the stuff we use is, is fairly effective and we also do coccidiosis treatment you know, the source of infection of salmonella is normally when the, the gut is damaged by coccidiosis or worms, then salmonella gets into the system. So we make sure that coccidiosis is treated, uh, and then we start a program from then onwards with pox vaccination after uh, Twelve days, we spray the birds in the early stages for any external parasites. The birds are wormed for both roundworm and tapeworm, and then uh, we simply monitor the birds. We have a, a hospital section of pigeons that are not looking too good, are isolated, and and hand treated. We have uh, long-acting injectable antibiotics that are given to the birds subcutaneously. And then we've got various other additives and, and vitamins that we give the birds and just simply monitor them. Whilst they're in quarantine, the samples are taken by the veterinary department to ensure that they are free of newcastle disease and um, avian influenza and those samples are taken off by the vets and then once they clear them they will then allow the birds to be sent to our race loft in, in victoria falls the birds are sprayed for a newcastle and paramyxovirus but on the third day we also vaccinate them subcutaneously with a an um, oil-based vaccine which uh, is supposed to give them a cover for at least 12 months. And hopefully these vaccinations serve as a booster. They should have been done prior to coming to us, but we find that it's important to do this. And when we haven't been diligent with this on some batches in the past, we find that that uh, paramyxovirus does creep in. Uh, and really, once the bird's had paramyxovirus, although they can recover from it, um, they're really no good for racing. So we need to try and ensure that that is we're on top of that. And I think it's one of the. The, one of the big challenges but it can be managed there are other viruses of course which um, which everyone knows about and there are vaccines for them whether they that effective or not i'm not sure and particularly circovirus adenovirus and herpes you know there are vaccines that are sold uh, talking to some of the expert vets Pigeon vets in Europe, they they doubt actually whether they are that effective, but certainly the vaccinations for for Newcastle and paramyxovirus are are, are very effective. There is also the pox vaccine, which uh, one would use. That's also quite important. Other vaccines are things like salmonella vaccine, which is or paratyphoid, some people call it. Uh, it's not it's not a virus but it's a bacterial infection but it can be vaccinated against and some people do vaccinate them before send them we don't vaccinate them for that but we do treat for it so that's that's basically the full spectrum of what we do except on the nutrition side we try and teach the birds to to eat bigger grain if they stay on small grain right from uh, the time of weaning through they don't learn to eat bigger grain and it's it's important to expose them to the bigger grain uh, at a young age they learn to eat it then but if they if they get stuck in their ways and only eat small grain then they will you know battle later on the big thing that we really try and stress on people sending birds and also our staff is to keep the birds as quiet as possible not to stress them too much no loud noises and bangs and very careful movement around because all of that is is stress and uh, stress is what brings on the diseases most pigeons will have some form of subclinical infection which they can suppress the body's got uh, its immune system can can keep it at bay but the moment they put under stress the immunity is weakened and those diseases whether it's a virus infection or Bacterial infection, you know, whatever it is, it will come out. The body is unable to suppress that, and uh, it then becomes a full-blown disease. Yeah, you know, we're fortunate in that. I think our quarantine site has been pretty successful. In a lot of the the groups of birds have uh, between one and two percent mortality, which is actually pretty good. Some of those mortalities happen in the first week after arrival, and that would have been the stress of traveling, new environment, the heat coming from a cold climate to a hot climate, change of environment and all the other challenges a bird is faced with when it's shipped. And normally if a bird gets sick and dies in the first week, it's because it had that infection before it even left. You know, if it starts getting sick later, it's something they've picked up uh, whilst in quarantine. So all of that is uh, quite important to try and get as many birds as possible through. But one must remember also that if you have birds that come and they are challenged, they do have some kind of disease, they can recover from that. But they'll never really race effectively. You know, later on they, they get lost, or you know, especially when they, they face a really challenging race program like we have. They fall by the wayside. The birds that are not up to it will soon be gone. Please join us for our next episode, which is uh, episode six. It's about the orientation and settling pigeons in the race loft. Please visit our website at www.victoriafallswcpr.com to learn more about how to enter the Victoria Falls World Challenge Pigeon Race. And remember to follow our social channels to stay up to date on this exciting world-class event. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram Victoria Falls WCPR. Thank you for listening and bye for now.